0: Welcome to the Amateur Milf Society, a podcast about the highs and lows of mothering in the modern age. We're your hosts, Sinead and Rosie, and we are just Just trying. trying. Join us on a journey from positive pregnancy tests through to school and beyond, as we try and untangle all of those complicated thoughts and feelings that come when you decide to push a baby out of your vagina. Other birthing methods are available. We are average, non-famous mums who live average, non-famous lives. Although if we get famous, we're not complaining. And we're going to throw a big Christmas party at the cookie in Leicester.
1: Oh, wait. Hang on a second. What did you just say? A big Christmas party? At where? At the cookie. Also known as the big difference because it's not the cookie anymore, but it's the, the cookie that we used to go to in Leicester on High Street. That's the one. That one. Christmas yeah. party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing that, aren't we? We are. Yeah. We don't yeah. need to be famous. We're doing it anyway.
0: Well, we are famous. Well, we we, are, oh we my are, God, are
1: famous. We are fucking famous. Go on. Me First that, <laughs> then the party.
0: So, me and Rosie were out the other week, last week. Yeah. Um, we went for dinner in town. We yeah, had margaritas. a few drinks. Had a margaritas. few margaritas. Yeah, you know. And then we were walking to go and get another drink, where we were spotted by
1: a fan oh, in the wild. In the wild. Literally, we were walking with our friends she, she was, was walking, walking with, with a grou- her group of friends and she uh, just she walked gasped. past us, shouted, <gasps> I love your podcast! And um, we both acted very cool, didn't we? <laughs> we were like... <laughs> <laughs> and, we de- and we definitely didn't talk about it a lot afterwards, did we? Yeah, we walked the rest of
0: the way. We, we were incredibly insufferable, insufferable oh, about it, weren't we? We were so like, insufferable. Uh,
1: you know, we're celebrities now. We're actually celebrities. We've been spotted in the streets, in public... Um, And now it means we're famous. We should have gotten someone to take some pictures of us. We should have, although that would have been more insufferable of us. Yeah. I mean, people are just shout out us, to they? the wonderful Tilly for yes. making us
0: feel like actual celebrities. I really
1: felt like a superstar. It was amazing. I really loved it, and I just loved the appreciation and also the onlookers looking at us really weirdly, like what the fuck's going on? Yeah, They're
0: actually, celebrities. <laughs> the onlookers being her friends, her friend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who
1: the fuck are they? Looking
0: incredibly
1: concerned. Yeah, could you tell your friends actually to listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> So that next time you can all come up on us on the street and all of you at the same time and go, we love
0: your podcast, oh wise ones.
1: And you know what's amazing? Is that she's
0: the first person to approach us in the street and know us, like, not know us because of our podcast, but know Mm. us like from our podcast. Yes. And, like, she listens to our podcast and enjoys it and doesn't have children. Doesn't have children. Which blows my mind. Yeah, it's really
1: cool. It means that we're either very funny and entertaining yes or and or and slash or um being very wise and giving lots of good advice that people are taking note of in case they want to have children sage wisdom i'd say it's both of those things oh, isn't it yeah definitely we also- Do you
0: remember when i said to you i'm worried i'm wasting all of my wisdom and i need to save it for the podcast
1: <laughs> Yeah, the problem. I can't even remember the wise thing that I thought I'd said. I don't think it was that wise, was it? Probably not. Um, but this, yeah, the scourge of the podcaster is that you'll be telling a witty story to someone, and you, and and, and in the middle of the story, your brain will stop you and just go, "You should save this."
0: Save this but it's recording. great if you are telling someone a witty story and you that that voice happens in your head because you're yeah. like oh i can workshop this let's
1: workshop it let's circle back make some notes on it yeah 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 yeah. sure 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 and make it better for the podcast make it better make it funnier make it wittier make it wiser <laughs> We are just the best. Um, yeah, we're going to have a Christmas party, aren't we? We are. At The Cookie, which is not The Cookie. It's called The Big Difference now. Now with 100% less nonces. Absolutely. 100% nonce free. Um, we've got lots to say about nonces, haven't we? Oh, so much to say about nonces. We'll save it. We'll save it. But we're going to have a lovely party. They're dragging dead bodies again. Wait for us to go. Me. That's a fast one. <laughs> Really is like curling. Oh, oh, also skateboarding. Are they skateboarding so, down the corridors? All right, we inside. know you're cool and you're in a band. You don't need to skateboard through the recording studio. You pricks. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna have a Christmas party. Basically, it's gonna be li- a live podcast event. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a live show where we're gonna be on stage being wise and funny. Absolutely, We might have some guests come on stage. We might have some special guests. Um, we'll have some Q&As. There'll be props. There'll be props. There'll, There'll be, be a poofy 80s prom dress. Mate, I'm going all in. There's going to be glitter. There's going to be a cake. There's going to be balloons. Music.
0: Absolutely. After party DJ'd by DJ Rosie I'm, Johnson.
1: I am literally going to live my dream in that basement. Mm-hmm. I cannot
0: wait. We went into the venue to inquire and the poor... Poor
1: boy behind the bar. (laughs) Picture it. Picture it if you will, dear listeners. Two. Are we... What are we? Are we middle-aged? We're not middle-aged, Okay. I'm not even
0: 30. Okay.
1: Two mothers uh, walk into a bar. (laughs) They've already had a drink. And uh, a a very young man wearing very tight 80s jeans. And and a a vest. And a vest. A white vest. No, it's a black vest. Black vest and uh bleach blonde mullet yeah um has to answer our queries
0: <laughs> yeah well we're trying to be witty and wise and oh, we we're trying to be very funny at him and he did laugh
1: yeah he, he, yeah he did all right didn't he he did he, i mean he coped
0: quite well and we were like yeah tell all your milf friends about us um before quickly he, he, realizing he probably does not have any
1: milf know. friends oh, no of course he doesn't uh, but yeah, we're hoping to get that secured soon, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So you're all invited. So we
0: emailed the manager demanding that we are allowed to dress their bar staff in our T-shirts.
1: Yeah. I mean, the but the guy did agree to that, didn't he? He, he was did, like, yeah. I'll wear a T-shirt. And we're like, yes, you fucking
0: will, mate. We showed him the T-shirt and he was like, yes. that T-shirt is really cool. He's very on board.
1: He thinks we're very cool, doesn't he? Yes. He thinks we're very, very cool. Doesn't he? <laughs> yes.
0: You think we're cool, don't you? Oh, Not that he's listening to this Jesus
1: podcast. Christ. Oh, we're oh, literally embarrassing
0: parents now.
1: Well, it's funny because we're we're having this conversation on our you know actual live recording, but literally minutes before we started recording, I was complaining about how old and haggard I feel <laughs> and how I'm just not seen anymore because I'm so old and I'm a mum of two. Like people don't look at me and think I'm pretty anymore. I don't know if they ever thought I was pretty. I look like, at you
0: and think you're pretty all thank the time. Thank you, I don't
1: want you to look at me and think I'm well, I mean I, I am appreciative of it, <laughs> but I would prefer for like, you know, not that I'm gonna do anything about it, but I'd like to be seen by the opposite sex sometimes. Same. Just seen. I don't know I don't want them to act on it. I don't, <laughs> don't, I don't want them to interact with I don't me at all. Anywhere fucking near me, thank you very much. But I would just like to be seen. Okay? Okay <laughs> What's your week in one sentence, mate? You go first. Okay. My week in one sentence is this. Um, Actually, I've got two. Can I do two? Yeah. They're totally different. Okay. Okay. The first one is this. My head says that the spiking heat in Central and Southern Europe is very worrying and a clear indication that the world is fucked. My heart says... Great tonning opportunities. (laughs) (laughs) All the news is talking about is, like, how hot it is in Europe and how it's, like, dangerous to go outside. England is in Europe.
0: And it's pissed no, it, raining for the last two weeks. No, no, it's
1: fucking not. It's in Europe.
0: It's not in the EU. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sure, we, we haven't not. divorced okay. ourselves from Second. the continent. I don't
1: think that's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, if the Conservative government <laughs> had a choice, then it would. It would literally be pushing us away from the coast of France. Um, yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's absolutely horrid here. It's so cold, pissed rain for the past two weeks. we like so windy. It's it's that kind of wind where you're sat in the house going, oh shit. Maybe my house oh, will god. blow
0: down. Oh my god, we're going to be all right. I've just seen the Wicked Witch of the
1: West. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> uh, just so you know, we have just eaten an entire cake from Bitsies, and we are having a sugar high. I've done crack, <laughs> basically done sugar crack. Um But yeah, it's like. Really, really hot in Europe to the point where there's like red warnings, so people aren't allowed outside. Yeah, because they will just die. They'll on the just, spot. they'll just, yeah, combust like a vampire. Right? Rosie is like, Ooh. oh, I'll get a great little tan out there. <laughs> if I could get myself to Central Greece now, yeah, me, mm-hmm. so bad, isn't it? Because it's um, it it's actually quite terrifying how. But you know what? Global,
0: global warming might do us a solid. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it might still be really hot
1: when we go out in October. Well, that's my thought. That is my thought, Sinead, is that if it's like 45 degrees in Spain now, Mm -hmm. October, we might get a solid 30. That would be dreamy. That would be so nice. I would be happy
0: with anything over like twenty. If it could
1: be like if it could stay with this extreme heat, if people are happy to just not go outside <laughs> for the rest of the summer, so that when it comes to October it's like proper summer for us, like thirty degrees, and then once we get back to the UK, no more global warming. Yeah. It just stops. Yeah. Like stops back to normal, like autumn. We'll fix winter. the hole in the ozone we'll layer. <laughs> if we could just say rose and Sinead, lovely, lovely tan, drink lots of drink, in the pool, come home, stitch up the ozone layer, autumn. I want frost. Brown leaves, Halloween... Yeah. pumpkins,
0: Absolutely. Well, because me and Rosie are going on holiday with each other... Oh, yeah, I
1: don't know if we mentioned this. I don't think
0: we have, actually. We mentioned... We mentioned potentially going on holiday. And what was the only hurdle? Uh, Dave. Dave. Yes, Dave is no longer a hurdle. Dave is not a hurdle. (laughs) He has been kicked down. (laughs) Within... Literally... An hour of Rosie being like, Dave said I can go on holiday... It was booked. It was booked! <laughs> <laughs> I had literally, booked. I had about five options ready to go. I was like, Rosie, where are we going? estival estival let's go
1: let's go yes i think um that was actually more surprising to dave than me asking him is me asking him and having the conversation and and me being like i don't know what you're going to do with the kids it's going to be half term i'm going to be on holiday fuck (laughs) you bye (laughs) (laughs) but you know we discussed it i was like maybe you could take some time off and you could go away with the kids maybe you could ask your mum and dad or do you want to try and work through it but you know i'm just putting out there can i go and he was like no absolutely you should go totally fine and then literally an hour later, me and going, look, Sinead's booked it. We're going to Esteval, which is somewhere me and Dave have been to before. And he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh you've booked it, have you? She works quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did say yes. It sounds like someone's been porting. <laughs> oh, interesting. It's almost as if that you had this pre-planned <laughs> and you were just waiting for me to say yes. <laughs> Book.
0: Press the button. Yeah. We're going on holiday, aren't we? Yes. And I am. Um, we're going on holiday.
1: For four days. Mm-hmm. Without our children. Without our children. Just the two of us. To Hotel Esteval in Spain. It's I gonna went It's going to be my year. first girls' holiday. Have you been... You've been to Esteval, haven't you? No. You haven't, but you've been to the area. Yeah. So you know the area. I've been to the hotel. Um, it's fucking amazing, man. The, the, the food is out of this world. It's all-inclusive. Love it. Love Look, that for us. We're going to be so drunk the whole time. Literally
0: connect me to a, a line of sangria. <laughs> I want I want a drip of cocktail of the day please. Cocktail of the day in my hand at all times all along times. with the drip of sangria. Yeah.
1: Yes please. Yeah. They do um sangria on tap as well. I fucking love that. Help yourself to it at the buffet, mate. Yes. Yes. Um yeah, yeah. so we're going on holiday I'd like it to be hot for the holiday. Can you tell that we are excited? Definitely excited about the holiday because we're not going with our children. That's the main point, isn't it? I've already booked the airport lounge. <laughs> you booked the air- yeah? We've got airport lounge. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to be treated like queens because
0: you now have to because as we discussed in the last episode, mm-hmm. I mean airports are not stressful places when you don't have your children with you.
1: Oh, it's a breeze. And when if you're you- an- sorry, if you think that an airport is stressful when you don't have kids with you, have kids. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because now my idea of like pure luxury would be not even to go on holiday, just to go on a long haul flight without, without Darcy. If I could be sitting alone If I could just
1: fly to Australia and back. Yeah. And they're bringing food to me. I don't even have to cook the food. Yeah. Just sit there. And eat it. Oh,
0: beautiful. That sounds like the dream. But anyway, I was like, so we're going on a Sunday. I was like, it needs to be. It needs to be holiday from the second we step foot into the airport. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Holiday mode activated. Yes,
1: please. Get the sun out the,
0: Straight to the airport lounge, mainline 27 bottles of Prosecco.
1: I am, I'm really, really gonna have to work on my alcohol tolerance before I go on holiday with you. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I'm gonna be an absolute mess. Wobble onto the plane. Wobble onto the plane. Don't Sleep worry the about entire it.
0: three hours to Spain. Wake up, ready to
1: party. <sighs> can't wait and it's quite apt actually that we're talking about um our holiday in october because today's episode is about holidays it is indeed but before we discuss how shit holidays are with children (laughs) and how great holidays are without children what's your week in one sentence my
0: week in one sentence is the barbie movie is coming out this week yes and it is about to be my entire personality for at least the next six months
1: okay i obviously know that the barbie movie is coming out i've seen all the adverts um can you tell me any more than I already know? Like, is it going to be... Is it, like, sarcasm? Is it supposed to be, like, a... I think it's, like, kind of a satire,
0: kind yeah. of... It's just going to be a joy to watch. Is it? I mean, I I have a real soft spot in my heart for the Greta Gerwig Little Women adaptation.
1: I haven't seen that, but I know good things about Greta Gerwig, so I assumed it was going to be a good thing. I think the the concept is that Barbie
0: has to, like, enter the real world. Sure. Oh, yes. (laughs) Because for the past two weeks, Mm. I have literally done nothing but look at pictures of Margot Robbie. Oh, sad not to, innit? And um, laugh at memes about Barbie and Oppenheimer coming out on the same day. Um,
1: Is that the one that they striked on? Is that the one with Cillian Murphy in it? Yeah. Okay, that looks quite good too. Yeah, I'm going to be watching both. Yeah, because we are we are Cultured. fun, fun, cute, hot chicks. But we're also very, very wise <laughs> and interested in history. Yeah, like I'll watch
0: Barbie because I just aspire to be a bimbo. Uh huh. Sometimes all I wish for is a lobotomy.
1: <laughs> That's what our children do to us, wouldn't it? be? Sentences nice? like that. Fairly common. They?
0: Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be nice for someone to just stick a fucking pickaxe in yeah. my brain and make me never think again? <laughs> yeah.
1: Please.
0: What do you want for Christmas, Sinead? One lobotomy, please. Just one. Just the one, thanks.
1: Oh, do lobotomies like, do they, do they, they offer them at Claire's Accessories? Yeah, you get to keep, you get to keep the earrings. <laughs> oh my god do lobotomies like are they like a are they like a um you know like a uh, temporary thing or <laughs> how like, do they wear off
0: is it like a vasectomy <laughs> can get it reversed is it it like you ever want your ability to think back
1: is it like taking pills? Like the more you do it, the longer, the high. Like the longer it is, and then it comes back.
0: You know what I mean? I uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know the ins and outs of the science of lobotomy. No, funnily enough, I'm not a Victorian Victorian physician. But... but I know that had I been alive in the Victorian times, I would have been given a lobotomy my... by
1: force. Oh, I would have been given a lobotomy probably age 13, I imagine. Yeah.
0: It's like you go for the further you go back in history. So we get to the Victorian times. I'm being lobotomized.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Go back like four hundred years before that. Someone's
1: burning me at the stake. Oh, I would have been one of the first to go, mate. One of the fir- I'm too fucking weird to have not been burned at the stake. I'm surprised now people haven't thought about it. They Maybe may that, have done. That woman has never stopped talking since the day she was born.
0: She must be possessed. <laughs> she. She's she's talking so fast. Maybe she's speaking in tongues. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think I might be sometimes. Sometimes I
1: feel like I'm speaking in tongues. Yeah. As far as our children are concerned, we're speaking in tongues. So they don't fucking listen. That's true. Honestly. So yes, the Barbie movie is coming out.
0: And I am obsessed. I love just consuming content about the Barbie movie. I love... Yeah. One of my favourite memes is like, people making their schedule for the day that Barbie and Oppenheimer come out. So some people okay. are on the I've not seen this. Watch Barbie first then Oppenheimer. So we're okay. like Oppenheimer first then Barbie. My favourite one mm. is Wake Up, Cigarettes for Breakfast Oppenheimer Yeah. Bottomless Brunch Barbie Barb- Movie
1: Then Karaoke
0: Then Karaoke, yeah Oh, that's the... Tr- yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is the one I'd be going for. Yeah, I think so. I think and so. And not even smoking cigarettes for breakfast, eating them. <laughs> Pouring a yum, packet yum, 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 of Tunisian yum. Lucky Strike into a bowl and yum, eating yum, it yum. with a spoon. Sprinkle sugar on top. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> this might be the most unhinged
1: we've ever been on this podcast. Okay, so I've got a question. Yeah. Um. Do you think... <laughs> I oh, know, who are we? And it, it, strap in for this That's fucking hell. Strap in for my question, because it doesn't get better.
0: Okay.
1: Um, do you think that for films like, like Oppenheimer? I thought you were about to say Barbenheimer. Oh, uh, Barbenheimer. <laughs> they should call it Barbenheimer. Shouldn't they? <laughs> for films like Oppenheimer, do you think they actively search or 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 strive? To cast actors like Cillian Murphy, Murphy, so that bimbos like us want to watch it. <laughs> yes, because let's face it—you saw the Oppenheimer trailer. The first thought was, "Oh, it's like Cillian Murphy." Cillian Murphy's in it. I'm going to have to watch it because he's really fit. Yeah. Then on top, and then after that, you go, "Oh, and it might be historically historically yeah. interesting."
0: No, but also, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. He does this. He mm. markets the bimbo. Yeah. Dunkirk. Is it Dunkirk? Dunkirk
1: which one which actor are we talking harry styles was in it i think that was dunkirk yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. so was killian murphy and so was tom hard
0: i'm sure tom hardy was in that one yeah the batman movies christian bale tom hardy
1: mm. killian murphy killian- basically what christopher nolan has realized is that killian murphy um is attractive to every single woman wait i saw the
0: funniest tweet about killian murphy the other day and i need to find it and read it out on this podcast because it is hilarious. I'm really hoping that I retweeted it.
1: I hope you... yeah. I'm so old school, I screenshot funny tweets.
0: I just saw Killian Murphy ask what a meme is, and I've been driven mad... and I've been driven mad with a lust for him so great that I've almost completely forgotten about his disgusting, big, blue, predatory white walker eyes (laughs) that he always holds wide open like he's just seen the face of God or something. It's so true. I've... Never read something more accurate. So
1: true. His little, his little round cheeks.
0: Mm. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why must he always stare so intensely?
1: Because he knows that people love it, right? He must know.
0: I'm sure we covered this last time when we were talking about Killian Murphy as Thomas yeah. Shelby. Yeah. He is objectively a fucking beautiful man. Yeah. Sometimes he looks like a scaly lizard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he looks like a Barbie doll of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dearie me! Okay, shall we talk and then about someone? <laughs> oh God! Someone, <laughs> someone tweeted fixed it and had photoshopped his eyes brown. He's still hot though, right? Still hot. He's still hot. He look actually. Do you know what? we're gonna have to post this picture on Instagram now? He looks like now. Bear with me. For people who don't live in Leicester, this might be a surprise to you, Sinead. For uh-huh. people who don't live in Leicester, they don't exist outside of Leicestershire. Some people don't live in Leicester. <laughs> no, 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 wait. The thing I'm going to describe doesn't exist in anywhere other than Leicestershire. Okay. You know, in prime, some primary schools have weird children bollards outside. I hate them. Yeah, that's what he looks like in that picture. He looks like those soulless <laughs>
0: <laughs> child because bollards. I always, every time we drive past one at night, I'm like... <gasps> A child.
1: A ti- yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed. To... But they're only in Leicester. Isn't that mad? So for those that who don't live mad. in Leicester, outside some primary schools, you know how sometimes you'll have like, uh, like pencils, like pencil, massive pencil crayons that act as bollards, right? Yeah. Um, in Leicestershire, some primary schools have actual bollards of children, and
0: in Leicester, we call that target practice.
1: Target <laughs> practice. <laughs> yeah. But they, rightly so, dead behind the eyes, mm-hmm. just like that picture of. Uh, Kelly Murphy.
0: Wow. Holding his eyes wide open like he's just seen the face
1: of God. Well he is Irish, isn't he? Probably has. Yeah, Maybe probably. he was on the, the six o'clock bells. <laughs> the bell. Is it the bells? the bells? The bells. The bells. The bells. Um shall we talk about today's uh, actual subject? Yeah, is it or Kelly Murphy? Extremely unhinged intro. Lost it, completely lost it. So last uh, week I'd like to blame that on Bitsy. Yeah, it's Bitsy's fault for making such delicious
0: cakes that we can't stop eating. I put the first forkful of it in my mouth and I went,
2: <gasps> It's so zingy!
1: <laughs> so good. I had, for the record, I had a caramel cookie but slice, which was like a door wedge. It was massive. Yeah. And I ate it all. Yeah, it
0: Excellent. was easily the size of a, like a weighty novel.
1: Yeah, you you could do weights with it. The like... They're doing that shit at
0: CrossFit. Thickness of a weighty novel. It was a.
1: It was a uh, Les Mis. It was an actual Les Miserables in book. You know the actual novel. Yeah. Did you know it was a novel before it was a musical? I did know Good. it was a novel. Good girl. Before it was a musical. Good girl. Um, we talking about holidays today. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, because we we tried to talk about it last week, but we spoke too for so long about how awful it is being on an aeroplane or in an airport. We spoke for a really long time about our children doing free running through duty free, <laughs> and, and and the fear. I mean, the fear of God of having any Dior addicts knocked over in an airport. Don't, don't it's a, it's. A, I can't even think of any perfume names now. Don't it's Alien.
0: We're in the Alien aisle. Please don't knock over the Coco Chanel. <laughs>
1: 80 quid a pop. Um, So we're going to talk about holidays today, actually being on the holiday. Different holidays you can go on. Basically, we're going to complain a lot about it, I imagine. But good things as well, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I know we have mentioned before about, like, all-inclusive and stuff. But we haven't kind of covered, like, camping, beaches, Mm -hmm. um, holidays in, in the UK. Have you been on any holidays in the UK with your children? It's all happening today, isn't it? They're all getting ready for Barbie,
0: aren't they? It was when Marika was like, is someone making a smoothie? I was is like, it? we're in Stay Free. <laughs> no. Most people here don't know what fruit is. <laughs> maybe the, maybe <laughs> because someone in a black metal band is making
1: a smoothie out of human brains. <laughs> oh, and, and, and yet, if they were doing that, their conversations after that would still... Make more sense than what we've just spoken about, wouldn't they? Yeah, <laughs> they'd still be able you to make a sentence. Like
0: literally, s- someone walking in and listening to what we were just talking about with no context, no they contact. would be like, "These women need to be arrested. These
1: women needed lobotomy." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, sign me up. <clears throat> anyway, to, <sighs> we digress. Yeah, I think we should start by talking about the fact that you go on holiday. And your expectation is that you're going to have a nice time. Because you're on holiday. Uh, when you have children, uh, you need to stop <laughs> thinking like that. <laughs> Don't expect to have a nice time expect anywhere. that you're going to have at least equally as awful a time yeah. as you do at home. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But you'll
0: just be drunk more.
1: Yeah. It'll be s- hopefully a few degrees warmer. Mm-hmm. You'll have access to alcohol. Not that you're not... You'll have access to alcohol and it be acceptable Yeah. from an early yeah. early, early stage in the morning. Um, and you'll also have someone cleaning up after you, which is quite nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless you go on holiday in an apartment. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's maybe one of the reasons that I've been swayed by the all-inclusive. Is because mm-hmm. you come back to your hotel room. The only thing that annoys me, right, in hotels is I've noticed the times that they clean them... They're often kind of like in the afternoon, but like maybe early afternoon. Mm-hmm. So then you come back from the beach, beautifully cleaned room. That in Tunisia they would lay our they every single day they laid every single one of our pajamas out in like a fan motif. Oh, and the girls too, they would get all the girls teddies and put them on a different part of the bed. Flower petals. One day the flower petals were infested with their bugs, so that was nice. <laughs> but the thought it was there so they put on a lovely display all the beds have been made all the te- all the sicky t- towels have been changed <laughs> thankfully there was no t- sick anywhere but then of course you walk in to the lovely clean hotel and go, oh, it's lovely the room's been clean and the children are like it's on and then everyone disrobes the entire beach on the floor <laughs> yeah. sand fucking everywhere sand everywhere yeah and you're like i've now got to wait an extra 24 hours for this sun to disappear <laughs>
0: Yeah, hotel rooms don't come with their own Hoover.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a bit of a thing. I wish that they would do the tidying at a different time.
0: Yeah, but I think at any time, maybe they should just tidy twice a day.
1: Yeah, come on, hotel staff, <laughs> <laughs> pull your socks up. Can we have to, can we have twice? What would you call it? Twice, two, twi, try daily, buy daily. That's it. I was going try. That's three. Try buy daily. I would like a buy da- daily tidy, please. Me too. Even if it's just a sweep, um, but yeah, you just need
0: to reduce your expectations. Yeah, that's the main thing because it's going to be thing. bad stuff yeah. happening. Yeah. That's isn't the I. thing. Like, if you go into it expecting you're going to have a fucking awful time, when things that are nice actually do happen, yeah. you're like, "This
1: is fucking amazing! This it, is the best holiday ever!" I I go on holiday thinking it's going to be awful all it's of us be are going so, to die so bad. yeah 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 and then you're sat on the beach both of the children are relatively quiet mainly because they they they're so sick they can't speak and you're sat in silence listening to the waves drinking a cocktail of the day thinking this is all right actually yeah this is quite nice and then also on top of that if things do go wrong you're ready for it. So mm-hmm. if, for example, both your children have a sickness bug in the middle of Tunisia... You can just ignore them and... You just crack on. Vape. You just go, well, of course they're being sick. We're on holiday. <laughs> um, yeah, so have... I would like you, please, mm-hmm. to list me all the holidays you have been on since you've had Darcy. So we went to... Tur- and be, sorry, before you do that, uh huh. as you list them, I'd like you to rate them out of 10. Oh, Okay. And then I shall do the same. <laughs> so we went to Turkey when she was
0: three months old. Fuck off, three months old. Easy. Oh my fucking god. Fucking easy. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten purely because I got the fucking most awful cold I've ever had. Oh. On the plane on the way over. I woke up the first day in Turkey oh and no. like my whole nose felt my whole face felt like it was full of snot. Oh. She was the dream. So she was she, she slept through the night the whole holiday. Wow! And this was a child that didn't sleep through the night. Obviously, it all changed when we came home, and she yeah, was like, yeah. "I'm not going oh, to sleep now. for the next six weeks." Yeah, Fuck yeah. you!
1: Yeah. Um, but the holiday itself, perfect. Holiday
0: itself, perfect. Well. She was portable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She slept couldn't run away most of the time. Couldn't throw herself in a pool and drown. Yeah, she had like couldn't get captured. Two big naps a day. Yeah. And we'd just take her out in the pushchair of an evening and she'd fall asleep in the pushchair. And the way that our room was set up was... It was like a family room, so it had two bedrooms in it and then like a small sitting area. Yeah. So the cot was in the small sitting area, so she was in a separate room to me. Wow. It was amazing. Great, okay. But then I was ill, so I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10.
1: Okay, nice. And then
0: we went to... We've been to Ireland multiple times, like that's all always... That doesn't count. We're staying with family. family it's not there. a holiday. Yeah. What was the next place we went to?
1: Have you been to Mexico twice? Once with
0: her. Okay. We went to Rhodes when she was about 18 months old. Nice. Um that was quite easy. Yeah. About 8 out of 10. Yeah. All inclusive. Yeah. Quite a lot of us went, so there was always someone to entertain her. She slept well. We had to pretend that there wasn't a balcony. Um, But it was fine because we couldn't go out on our balcony anyway because our view was of a literal wall of dirt. Oh, no. So the hotel was kind of like built into some rocks or something. Yeah. So like there was just a, a face of mud. Nice. One foot away from our balcony. Nice, nice, nice. So we didn't want to go out there anyway, yeah. so it was fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and she had like this little camp bed that she slept on. It was really quite cute. Nice. And then we went to and then it was COVID. Oh yeah. So we didn't go on holiday for fucking ages. No
1: holidays, no going outside, no going anywhere. And then we went to Mexico last year. I'll give that a nine out of ten.
0: Yeah. Nine and a half out of ten. Wow. Flight home was hell. That was the half.
1: That's the half because the rest of it was glorious. Um, Have we been on holiday since? No. No, you've been to Ireland quite a bit. Yeah. I don't think you've been abroad though, have you? No. Didn't you go to Spain or was that before Darcy? No, we
0: did go to Spain. Spain. We went to Spain. um, Also, like a. I'll give that one a seven out of ten because it wasn't logistically the best holiday to go on with it three-year-old why not uh because we were on an apartment and we were on like the fourth
1: floor and there was no lift so it's hard work yeah it wasn't like relaxing yeah that's the problem when you get used to an all-inclusive isn't it is that when you start doing things that aren't all-inclusive you're suddenly like why an- why am i not being weighted on hand and foot you yeah. have to walk everywhere yeah but i think there's pros and cons to that because like i've said before we were bought up you know we started with all-inclusives and then very quickly stopped doing them the Lagomonte. Lagomonte. Oh my goodness. Uh, but now, yeah, so I was brought up on like kind of apartments or Eurocamp holidays where you are fending for yourself. And I quite liked that because I think the difference between them and All Inclusive is um, that those sort of holidays are a lot more culturally um, enriching. enriching because you're doing it all yourself. You're going out, you're exploring stuff and being in amongst the locals, as you say. Um, and so I quite like that and I quite like the busyness of that sort of holiday. Mm hmm. And me and Dave would go on a lot of, like, city breaks before we had kids. And they're not relaxing. No. They're not relaxing at all. You're they're tiring. The go, like, the whole they're time. They're tiring, but they're, like, enjoyable in the... Se- they're memorable, I think. Yeah. Because
0: you remember the places that you go. You collapse into bed at the end of the day. Yeah.
1: You're like, oh. Let's look back at the photos of that lovely chapel that we walked You're
0: doing, at. like, 22k steps every
1: single day. Yeah. But you're eating amazing food. Not that you're not eating amazing food at All Inclusives, but, like, you're eating amazing food because you're out. Amongst it all, you know? Yeah. You know? Um. Okay. Is that all your holidays? Yes. Okay. I'll do oh, mine then. Oh, we've been on,
0: like, a few little weekend breaks. Yeah. But, like, we went to Brighton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the weekend. That yeah. was quite nice. Yeah. It's quite easy. I've been to Wales a couple of times with her.
1: Yeah.
0: Also quite easy. Again, the hard bit is the drive and she sleeps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah when yeah. she was... Two and a half, me and my friend Chloe took her to Wales Mm. and the drive to where we were staying in Wales was four and a half hours. She slept the entire way and then
1: got out of the car Mm -hmm. and went straight to sleep in her bed. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That is lovely, lovely stuff. Um, Okay, I'm trying to remember my holidays because most of them haven't been abroad. The first holiday we went on was when Ramona was six months old Mm -hmm. and we went to Conwy in Wales with Mm -hmm. my mum and dad. That was... Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are are we rating out of ten?
1: Six. Six. Six Six out of ten. It was the October half term, Mm -hmm. so the weather wasn't great. It was beautiful. It was culturally enriching. We saw a lot of lovely sights. But we were in. Ramona was sleeping with us, so it meant that Dave had to sleep on the floor. (laughs) Ramona was in bed with me, and she did not sleep very well. Mm -hmm. She was also teething. She was teething very badly, but it was the first time she was teething, so me and Dave didn't really understand that it was teething. What's happening? So we were like low key anxiety the whole time. Um I had I had to carry on carry her on me the whole time, which I did anyway. But yeah, that was like a fend for yourself kind of deal. Um we saw some nice things, we went on some nice walks, but I think me and Dave were very much still in the kind of fourth trimester kind of region. Yeah. Even though she was six months old. I think <coughs> the problem
0: see like a warning notice on my oh computer my God. but it's saying oh God, something about chrome so it's got nothing to do with audacity it's fine
1: i think <sighs> the problem we made with conway is that we thought that because she was six months old we could start doing holidays yeah and we could crack on with doing our hot the sort of holidays we went on before mm-hmm. and i think the shock of that like it doesn't work that way
0: yeah i think something you've got to think about is like until they are Of a certain age, even when they are of a certain age, you go on holiday, it is just doing the same shit in a different location.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can't just have a city break where you do city break stuff. You have to do city break stuff that is good for children
0: as well. Children don't like walking
1: around churches. No, No, they do not. No. No, they do not. Uh, So, yeah, that was the first holiday we went on. I think... I might be wrong here and Dave might have to correct me, but I don't think we did any holidays then until after COVID or during COVID. Mm. So the summer that we had where we were allowed out again, we went camping in our camper van. So it was like our first experience in our camper van. And we went to um, Southwold in Suffolk. Oh, nice. Lovely, lovely, lovely. But that was... So I was very early pregnancy with Lola. And Ramona was sort of like, what? Just gone two and a half. Um the camper van was really lovely we really loved that we had a camper van that we could sleep in and that was really nice so David like converted an old camper really cool Southwold's beautiful very posh Re- did some lovely walks really nice place to walk around our dog was a fucking menace the whole time because she was really on edge so she ran away one day She was let- Dave let her off the lead on the beach and she thought we'd disappeared so she bolted and oh ran God. back to the camper van over a main road and Ramona had just hit her terrible too so she started having tantrums which I couldn't deal with in a camper van good god (laughs) some of those night times so that is one of those holidays where I look back and I have really beautiful memories this is what I'm talking about like non-all-inclusive really culturally enriching looking at the photos and the beautiful places that we were it was September and it was so warm that we sat on the beach in swimming costumes that's how hot it was so that was gorgeous And the food was lovely, the pubs we went in were nice, the walks we did were lovely, but I have obviously completely blocked out how fucking awful it was being with a two-year-old in a camper van. It was really hard, and a dog that was freaking out. So I'm going to give that a seven. We've a gone from seven. a six to a seven, but I think Dave will be listening to this. I going, think you've Are you got fucking some, kidding me? I think you've got some rose-tinted glasses. I've got on some. That's rosin. a rose-tinted. I think. I think I could probably pull Con- Conway back to five, and then give Southwold a six. Yeah. Because it. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard. Um, and then I can't remember where else we've been. Oh, festival. That was like so. Before that, so I was still heavily pregnant. I was he- more pregnant with Lola. So th- that was a hang on, very confused about my timings. I went on holiday again with my mum and dad to Ross and wye Where the fuck is Ross and wye Is like uh, kind of n- near the Welsh border, Gloucestershire, Forest mm-hmm. of Dean, really beautiful part of the country. Um, lovely little town. We did lots of, like, drives to other towns or cities. So we went to Gloucester for the day. We went to Hereford for the Hereford, lovely place. Lovely Hereford. Gloucester, lovely city. Lots of that sort of thing. Going on walks, going to cities. I was quite a lot more pregnant with Lola. Ramona was good because she was about three. So mm-hmm. she was like in a good place. She was quite a nice little girl to be around. The problem this time is that my pet, we were in like a shack, like a, an old hut, sh- Not a, a shack. shack. We were in a shack. What I about? We are in like a converted barn. We were actually just staying in a favela. We just, yeah. We just stayed in someone's shed in their back garden. No, it was a really beautifully converted barn. Um, it was gorgeous. The most, probably I would say the most beautiful place I've ever stayed. Like they really did it well. I'll have to try and find it and send you the link to it because it's gorgeous if you ever want to stay in on Ro- Y. Um, but the the doors were very thin and mm-hmm. my mum and dad went out on the lash every night to pubs because they like frequenting pubs and drinking beer. And so it was um tough on me and Dave Yeah, who were like trying to wrestle with a three-year-old and my parents who were just getting pissed every night. Like these lot out here. <sighs> <coughs> but that was... an. That was hard work because it was still kind of tiring. So, again, I think I'm going to and give a six. And you're also pregnant as well. So Very you're pregnant. Tired anyway. Very pregnant. Yeah, really pregnant. So, I'm going to give that a six. Again, culturally enriching. And then last summer, Hotel Esteval. The Esteval. The Esteval. Lola was one, just turned one. Yeah. And Ramona was four. And I'm going to give that a solid nine, mate. I can't fault that holiday. Cocktail of the day. Cocktail of the day. We had Dave's mum and dad with us, so they helped out. They were really good. Um, Our hotel was amazing. It's the one we're going to in October. Beautiful. Nice beach. Good weather. Lola had just learnt to walk. Um, So she was quite good because she was pottering about, but not too... She couldn't run away. That was nice. Um, And she was just eating chips the whole time. Eating chips the whole time. Ramona eating nuggets the whole time loved it yeah that was great 9 out of 10 Mm -hmm. and then just gone now Tunisia would have been a solid 9 out of 10 but the kids were sick the kids were throwing up for most of the holiday so what's that pulling it back to I don't know man I don't want to I don't want to give it less than an 8 because it was I I really did have a nice time it was a lovely place and I don't want to I don't want to shit on Tunisia like that because it was amazing Mm. but also they were sick a lot of the time so maybe a seven and a half someone else was cleaning up the sick as well someone was cleaning up the sick seven and a half to an eight fair fair so they're the holidays I've been on with my children um okay so I think what we've established is that all inclusives are pretty good if you've got
0: kids (laughs) all inclusives are the way to go and I will tell you my reasoning Go on. Then. I'll tell you my reasoning. Go on. One, when you have children, you essentially become an unpaid—it's indentured servitude, isn't it?
1: Yeah. To a small person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: you are in charge of doing all of the things: yeah. cooking, cleaning, everything, running around after sh- children. Yeah. And if you want to go on holiday to relax, which is what I like to go on holiday for, yeah, as many of those tasks as can be taken off my plate. I want them taken from yeah, my plate. Yeah. So someone else is cleaning your room. Someone, someone else, else is cooking. cooking your dinner. Yeah. But it's not. If
1: there's a kids club, someone, someone else is looking <laughs> after your kids. It's not just the. It's not just the cooking, though, is it? Because like you go on holiday and you don't cook, right? Even if you're in an apartment, you're more than likely going to a restaurant. The difference is you've got to choose somewhere to go.
0: Yeah.
1: All inclusive. All of those choices are taken from you, mm-hmm. which is quite a nice feeling. Yeah. I don't have to walk up a promenade and decide which restaurant to go in for dinner. Mhm. You literally show up at a time and shovel your face full of all the food. Yeah. The only choice you have to make is how many plates you're having. <laughs> which is quite a enlightening feeling, I think, for someone who's not used to all inclusive holidays. Yeah.
0: It's it is the dream. Yeah. And like I do think that as Darcy gets older I want to take her on more like city breaks and yeah. more and do more like culturally enriching stuff but at five as much as she is a bizarre five year old that loves watching Shakespeare on CBBS and yes, other, has her other various weird eccentric quirks, quirks. <laughs> quirks. quirks. she is still just a five year old and yeah. she doesn't want to be dragged around churches and museums like she, yeah, yeah. she does love a museum but she doesn't want to actually like learn anything in a museum she just wants to uh, rampage around the place
1: so uh, let me have your opinion on this Mm -hmm. i wonder if so i've had this conversation with dave where i was like i want my children to be enriched culturally so i want to take them on those sorts of holidays i want to take them to you know japan or do you know what i mean like crazy places where they're going to see you know totally different lifestyles and cultures and stuff right Mm -hmm. and we were really seriously considering going to Mexico and Dave was like can we just wait till they're both a little bit older when they will both appreciate it a bit more and I had to sort of wrap my head around that a bit and be like actually they are very little yeah, and we've got so much time to do that and I just wonder if those sort of pressures that are put upon us now as mothers Mm -hmm. to make your children be like culturally aware and be enriched in all these different ways is kind of pushing us to try and like get them to see things that they just don't need to see yet yeah. you know what i mean
0: and, and also it's kind of like it's putting these unrealistic expectations on your kids to yeah to appreciate what yeah like they're 5 yeah they are happy with like a tub of slime and a unicorn teddy like yeah
1: yeah they don't give a fuck yeah
0: about a, the louvre
1: a beach is a cu- cultural experience for them in, them in itself yeah like and that's it Going on an aeroplane. But you cannot
0: expect a five year old to look at the Sagrada Familia and Mm. think anything other than, can I get an ice cream? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Taking it all in, thinking about how different it is in Spain to the UK. But saying that, we took Darcy to Mexico when she was four. And I think she was that that's the sort of age where you can start doing it. Because although we went to Mexico on an all inclusive. We went to a less touristy part of Mexico. Yeah, it is still touristy, but like it's not super Americanized, like yeah. sort of the Caribbean coast, like Cancun is. And we went to a few different towns around and about the place, and mm. we spoke quite a lot about like we were going to Mexico, and in Mexico they speak Spanish, and we taught mm. her a few words in Spanish, and like spoke a bit about the culture of Mexico and. Encouraged her to try Mexican food and stuff like that. All very like age appropriate and easy for her to understand. But that's the first time that we actually went somewhere and she cared or even knew about where we were going.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. 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 So it is kind of. They can. We can start doing it now, but it's totally not. You don't have to. City breaks.
0: Kids. Kids moan about their legs hurting walking from the car to the supermarket. Yeah. How are you going to expect them to like walk up steep hills in 30 degree weather? Yeah.
1: And there'll be time, I think that's the thing for me, is like there'll be time to do that with them. Yeah. It doesn't have to be right now. Right now, you can just put them by the side of a pool and get fed three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> and drink alcohol. Yeah. And Darcy
0: fucking loves a kids club.
1: Does she? Loves it. I don't think Ramona would do well in a kids club. Lola would, because she's the local psychopath. She'd be fine in a kids club. She'd run. She'd be running the place, mate. Yeah. She'd have infiltrated it. She would be in charge. I, I, honestly, the cold, dead stare in Lola's <laughs> eyes as she solidly punches me in the face is something to behold. <laughs> it is a sight to behold. I, I can I just. I, I know it's the same with all toddlers, but when it's your own, th- and the look on their face. As they're going in for a swing. is I just I just think, like, how are you going to turn into, like, a normal, well-rounded human <laughs> when you're... Honestly, you, you would kill me and not think for a second about it. Anyway, um, so talking of cultural enriching experiences, I'd like to talk about camping and festivals. Mm-hmm. I know they're kind of different things, but um, I have been camping we've got a camper van I with never the children. Been camping. You've never been camping ever. Oh, well,
0: I went camping a few times when I was like a kid with the scouts.
1: Okay. But I have never like been on a camping holiday. Never. I'm gonna change that mate. I'm gonna change that. Are you taking me on a camping holiday? I'm gonna holiday, take you on a camping holiday, yeah absolutely. Uh oh, we've done quite a lot of camping and now we're campervan. now we're campavanners that's like a thing that we care about Um, and I think that's quite enriching in the sense that you are kind of in the wild, there is something quite nice about, oh I've forgotten another holiday I went on, I went on a camping holiday with Beth and the kids to Bishop's Castle which is in um, a lovely area of the country that's in, in oh god that's so bad I can't remember where it is, it's called Bishop's Castle anyway uh, and that was when Ramona and be- uh, Thea were like, one? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that a seven to eight out of ten. Good. Uh, the only reason it was not good is because Ramona still wasn't sleeping very well, so I was quite tired. But apart from the fatigue, that was lovely. But camping in a big field, you can let them run free, they can be feral, they can run around in the nude, all of that stuff, that's quite nice. Yeah. That's lovely. I love all
0: of that. I can imagine that would be nice. But
1: I am... I am a- I'm a woman who loves her comforts. That's why we got a camper van. Because <laughs> you don't. Our camper van is basically a big van with a king size bed in it. Nice. Yeah, mate. So you actually get a good night's sleep at the end of it. So the what the, we went camping. We've done a few camper van trips, which have been lovely. We did an actual tent trip with Beth and her family, which was really nice. But what we did last year is we went to a festival. Mm-hmm. So me, Dave, and the girls went to a festival with. Beth, Dave and the girls but the thing is Sinead we didn't go to a music festival we went to a fucking motorbike festival because we're mad (laughs) we're bloody crazy so yeah, so uh, we went to a motorbike festival called the Malay Mile which is basically where people take their motorbikes that they've built to a big castle with grounds and ride the motorbikes around because everyone brings their own motorbikes they ride them everywhere they ride them to the toilets they ride them to the centre of the festival and back to their camper vans again and their tents. So we went with our four- and two-year-olds. No, one-year-olds. And there was just fucking motorbikes everywhere. That sounds incredibly dangerous. It does sound incredibly, da- incredibly dangerous. And
0: festivals aren't exactly known for having people around that are sober. No. No, not at all. So I bet there were more than one person... That more there than was one person? <laughs> there were several people... Riding their motorbikes around drunk, oh, yeah, or otherwise under yeah, the mate. influence of substances, yeah, mate.
1: But I'm saying this like it was terrifying, it was great, we had such a good time. Any of our children could have been mown
0: down by a motorbike, and we didn't give a shit.
1: <laughs> no, we had to, we did have to give our like our camping area a really good like fencing off it, you know, we had to really fence it off so they couldn't escape. But it was really nice because it's quite a small festival and there's lots of motorbike stuff going on, but it meant that there were like bands on in the evening, but there wasn't such an emphasis on the music so it wasn't too larry. So there were some really cool bands on, but it wasn't like people were going to watch the music, people were going there to look at motorbikes. So they, most of the time, were the only ones dancing, were our kids.
2: Mm. So
1: that was really lovely because that was, again, it was very culturally enriching because they got to see all the motorbike stuff was really exciting and cool. They got to see some amazing bands, which they had a good dance to, and it was a nice like environment for them to be in, despite all the motorbikes. Mm. It sounds terrifying, and it sounds like something we shouldn't have done, but it was really good. It was really yeah. good fun. I think that uh, Beth's Dave took Thea on a motorbike for a little bit, or show or something to showed her a motorbike. But there were you know, there was lots of cool stuff going on. Yeah, that was really good. I would like to take the children to more festivals. I would too.
0: I think I'd. Re- I think. I wouldn't have coped taking Darcy to a festival until like now. this year, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. age. Yeah, I can see how it would be quite easy to take a bait like a mm, little non-moving baby, yeah, to a festival because you yeah. just put them in the sling, yeah, or get one of crack them little on. truck things, trolley yeah. things to wheel them around in and crack on, yeah. But anything from like toddler crawling even too high stress
2: yeah
1: and they also are not very good communicators no i'm really itching to start going to music festivals but Mm. i just know that lola's too little yeah and she's a local psychopath so she will disappear so i think in the next few years i'd like to start going to festivals um because i really want that experience for them yeah um but still I would have loved to go
0: to festivals as a kid yeah like it is just the perfect environment for a child it's so yeah.
1: like just do whatever you want yeah the, all the sensories sensory overload but in a really good way I want my children to be exposed to live music from a young age that's why I insist on them going to see my dad's band who Darcy has made very clear she doesn't like Whatever. I think Darcy was mostly upset that she didn't have a pair of ear defenders. She didn't have a pair of ear defenders. Now she hates my dad's band. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but now Darcy. she has a pair of <laughs> ear
0: defenders, so maybe she'll like your dad's
1: nah, band yeah, next yeah, 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 when yeah, she sure. can't hear them. Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, mate. Um, what are the types of holidays are there that we've not discussed? Because you can't. The thing is, you haven't got. You can't give much of an opinion on camping if you've not done camping holidays. Camping holidays are, like, the epitome of, like, you're in charge. Like, you say, like, with an apartment, you're in yeah. charge of everything because you're not even in a building. Um, you've got to do your own washing up. you got to go to a... To- you've got to find toilets. Yeah. But it's still quite, like, a relaxing experience in the sense that you don't do much. Mm. So it's not like you're walking around a city. You can literally just sit in a camp chair all day in a field. So it's quite... In the same way that an all-inclusive holiday is, it kind of forces you to relax a little bit. Because mm. you're like, I am at one with nature.
0: I can imagine a camping holiday would be really fun if there was a big group of you mm. and the kids could all play together.
1: Yeah, I think we should try that. I think we I'd should. like to go. try that.
0: All of us thought descend en masse to a campsite and yeah. ignore our
1: children all weekend. <laughs> it sounds great. sounds lovely. I quite liked going... We used to go to like the south of France in big camps big campsites and i loved it like as a kid
0: we always did all-inclusive holidays Mm. um because my mum and dad have always been on, on of the opinion that they don't go on holiday to cook and clean yeah yeah
1: oh yeah of course yeah
0: and i always had a great time yeah me too i ended up running the fucking kids club yeah most years yeah yeah me too and I think it is just it is the easiest option, isn't it? It
1: is, yeah, definitely the easiest option. I'd really be intrigued to hear other people's experiences of different types of holidays. But then a lot of people will look
0: down their nose at all-inclusive holidays and be like, "Well, if you, what's the point in going on an all-inclusive holiday? You're not experiencing any culture, but you can." Yeah, you course. Because we always go on all-inclusive holidays, or nine times out of ten, if we go on an all-inclusive holiday we'll still go to the town yeah, have a yeah, potter have around a yeah, yeah, yeah. go into like the little shops and yeah. go into the local church and all the rest of it hmm. we nearly always do some sort of sightseeing or exploring around the hotel yeah for at least 2 days of the holiday
1: yeah but it's not just that though is it it's like let's be honest let's be let's make it very clear the main reason people go on all-inclusive holidays is they want to go to somewhere where it's warmer, right? Number one, we all crave a bit of fucking vitamin D, right? So Mm -hmm. we're going to want to go to hotels where it's warmer. Secondly, it's almost always cheaper to get an all-inclusive holiday overseas than Mm -hmm. it is to do a full holiday in the UK. Yeah. So why wouldn't I get on a plane and go to Spain where it's going to be warmer and my kids are going to be looked after they're gonna have a really fun place to be. They've can eat they've got as many chips and as much ice
0: cream as they can eat. Exactly. Because now, like, if you look at the kind of the perceptions of different types of holidays, right, from a class yeah, perspective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you think about all inclusive holiday holidays, the like prevailing like in in kind of English society, it's like oh poor people. The people that go on yeah. on all inclusive holidays are working class people? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. oh, working class reads the Sun, has a all inclusive to Benbenidorm every year. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, when you think about holidaying in the UK, mm. uh, it's like middle class Waitrose mum's going to Cornwall for a week.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Most people would have to fucking remortgage their house to afford to go to Cornwall uh, yeah. for a
1: week. It's it's crazy, isn't it? But it's like who's who's better off, really? If I get to go to Spain for a week. Mm -hmm. I'd rather go to Spain than Cornwall. Sorry. (laughs) I've never been to Cornwall. I've been to the bit, Devon. I've got as far to Devon. And it's, look, look, it's beautiful. It's lovely. It's incredibly overpriced. I would rather be sitting by a pool with my cocktail of a day in Spain, getting a lovely tan than paying over £10 for fish and chips in Devon.
0: Yeah. Thank yeah you. I 100% agree because you go to a seaside town in Spain you go out for lovely tapas at 9 p.m. Yeah. all the waiters are playing with your children yeah, you're not getting like you go into a pub in Cornwall the waiters are spitting in your
1: children's faces yeah. and telling you to fuck off we went to a pub in um Southwold for our dinner and it was like the I think the cheapest main meal was 16 pounds which is the one we got <laughs> and um one of the day de- we sat outside most we went there a couple of times because it was during covid quite a few places were closed so we went there a couple of times so the first couple of times we sat outside which was lovely because it's by like the harbor um but then one of the times they put us inside and we sat upstairs and it was in a really quiet room and there was maybe three other people in there or three, three other groups and none of them had kids and Ramona was like as I said kicking off mm and we got oh god the looks we got and I was like what do you what do you want us to do yeah we didn't choose to sit here we asked to be outside and we've been put in here (laughs) sorry yeah so at least if you're in Spain then you're not getting those funny looks because all the waiters are looking after your kids for you Mm -hmm.
0: (sighs) and also it's just you can go out for you can go out for dinner every day for a week in Spain yeah, yeah. For the same as it would cost you for like fish yeah. and
1: chips for a family in Cornwall. Yeah, yeah. My mum and dad go to Spain all the time on their motorbike and stuff, or just Europe in general, and they can't get out. They come back and all they want to talk about is like because they go to all the bars and the pubs and stuff. And it's always like, you know, how much a pint costs. How much a pint costs, and they're like, oh, they bring food out for you for free just to go with your pint, and they take pictures of all the little tapasy things that they bring out to you. Look, we got this little tapas it was just free with the drinks. And all that sort of thing, and it's like...
0: And in England, they're like, oh, you've breathed in my pub, that'll be £5, please.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry, you just wanted to use the toilet? Yeah, no, you've got to buy a whole meal. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are there any, apart from the travelling, because we covered that last week, what are the worst parts about going on holiday? Packing. Ah, okay, you don't like a packing? I
0: hate packing. I'm not sure if Ah. I've told you before, Rosie... But I turn... If I have a, a, a suitcase to pack... Yeah. I am completely possessed by a demon that turns me into an awful human being. What is it that you don't like about packing? I find it really stressful. What is stressful about it? I worry that I've not got the right things. Okay. Um, I somehow have the belief that i'm going to piss and shit myself three times a day <laughs> every day for the entire holiday so i'm like oh going yeah. on holiday for four days 24 pairs of pants yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah, of course go you've got to be prepared
0: yeah and then i'm like and then i so i pack everything i really hate trying to f- tetris it all into the bag mm. i know that i will forget something so I'm trying to pack for every eventuality Yeah. and always manage to not pack for the eventuality that is definitely going to happen.
1: Yeah. So what things... Can you think of specific examples of times when you've been on holiday and gone, I can't believe I didn't pack that? Uh, I've gone on holiday and not taken any socks before. Nice. Uh, Just I, forgotten socks. Fully yeah.
0: forgotten socks. I have recurrent uh, dreams where I get on holiday on, like, to a sun holiday... Yeah. and have forgotten to pack any swimming costumes oh. it's never happened in real life but, but i have like it. recurrent dreams so i'm like mm. that that's the first thing that goes into the suitcase swimming costumes yeah 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 i so don't mind it i make lists upon lists i don't know why it stresses me out so much yeah because i don't know why in my brain i'm like in whatever country i'm going to There won't be a single shop.
1: Yeah, yeah. I found this. I don't know if it's a generational thing that's been passed on to us because I find that my, like, people that I know, like, I think my mum, my mum's quite good at packing because she's she's got good she's got lists, but she's got lists that she's had for years. She doesn't write a list to go on holiday. She has a notebook with lists in it that has been added to over the years, like when things have become available. So it will be like a list of all the things, like socks, pants, you know. She'll write all the types of clothes out. And then like things that might have been added over the year, like charger, phone charger, because yeah. they didn't used to be phone chargers. You know what I mean? So she's quite good at that, but she does. I do feel like she just packs everything. I flap as well. You flap about the packing. I'm not. I
0: don't think I'm general I'm not a flappy person in general. I don't mm. think. No, pretty chill. But when it comes to packing a case for holiday, and I think it's because my mum is quite high stress about it as well. Yeah, that's what it is and it's, yeah. if I'm going on holiday with my mum yeah. she's like
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: "Yeah, I'm just like <sighs> that's what it is it's like I and I, I don't know how it's happened but like I think it's a generational thing which I have severed quite dr- drastically <laughs> breaking
0: generational curses well I'm
1: really good at packing because I don't flap about it because I don't worry about it because i just think to myself if i forget to pack sun cream i buy some fucking sun cream when i'm there mm. what's the worst that can happen dave can like dave doesn't pack i pack for him so i don't know what he's worrying about but he'll say things like oh if you packed this if you pack that and i'm like stop worrying about it doesn't matter if i forget to pack shampoo and i get there and there's no shops with shampoo in it i just won't shampoo my hair i'm sure I'll, i'm sure i'll be fine you know what I mean so I think yeah. that's the best way to look at it I think our parents and our parents' parents would be like oh my god the world will end if we don't pack all the things I also hate unpacking yeah I oh ah that's the worst bit hate unpacking unpacking and like all the clothes that you've got to wash is the worst bit absolutely the worst bit awful
0: because you always manage to bring the entire beach home with you as yeah, well yeah 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 it's all in the suitcase and it's all
1: like because it's been on a beach it's all like it's not just crumpled it's kind of like sandy sticky crumpled yeah and
0: like a bit stiff salty
1: and sticky. yeah 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 yeah. horrible um what about when you're on holiday what are the worst parts about being on holiday oh toilets bowel movements know what i mean Hmm. do you have problems there i don't have problems but you know it's a worry isn't it yeah
0: there's always the fear that the that's fear. gonna
1: happen it's yeah.
0: never actually happened to me but then again no. i pack 24 pairs of pants so i'm prepared to piss and shit myself yeah, <laughs> yeah. whole times yeah every you're, single
1: day you're taking whole packs of nappies you're okay <laughs> yeah i i do worry. it's always like the first the first poo of the holiday is always a bit like oh god it's a bit dicey isn't it yeah 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 you could cut it maybe leave it a little bit too long because you're a bit worried about it but i've no i don't think i've had any the only time that's happened to me is when i went traveling and me and Heather got the shits in uh, Vietnam. I think oh it was Vietnam. No. Yeah, that was pretty
0: bad. Rough. Yeah, that was rough. Oh no! I got um, either a stomach bug or food poisoning in Salou in Spain. Yeah. I was absolutely fine until this was like the the day before we went home. Oh no! So we went for breakfast, and oh, I no. love a breakfast. Yeah. I got about three bites into my scrambled egg on toast, and oh, I was no. like, No, gotta go. And I was trying to fight through it. Like, my stomach just yeah, felt yeah, really yeah. queasy. Yeah. And then we went on one of those things, you know, like a an inflatable thing that's attached to the back of a speedboat. What's wrong with
1: you? Why did you
0: do that? I was trying to pretend that I didn't. Oh, I, my, no. My, my uh, game plan is always deny, 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 deny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you've shit yourself in the sea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on the thing, didn't shit myself, and then I was like, I need to go to back to the apartment mm. or I will shit myself. Oh. So then I went back to the apartment. I was violently ill, yeah. and then, you know when you're like you're just sweating, yeah, yeah you've yeah. got a temperature, you, yeah. f- you just feel shit, yeah, and I was like, "Get Darcy out of my sight." well, obviously,
1: oh no, and it was awful. oh no um i I can tell you one of the things I really don't like is um, and this is very specific to me, is Ramona in water. Like, really, you know, she's five now. She should be able to, like, at least try and swim. But she hates it so much. She just, she can't be helped. She can't be coaxed into it. Does she not like going in the pool at all? She will get, she likes, she wants to go in it. Then she gets in it. It takes her a good hour to get to her knees. And then you're, like, really trying your best. Like, come in and I'll hold you. Or grandad will hold you. Or you can jump it. Won't do any of it. Terrified of it really like you yeah, can Darcy really hard
0: work Darcy won't she can't swim um and it took her a while to warm up to the thing in, to the yeah. water in Mexico but what helped was the fact that they had a kid kind of splash pool where the water was no more than a foot deep yeah 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 where they could just paddle about and there was it. like a couple of little slides and this yeah. like big thing that tipped water out of a bucket yeah um and then if she's in the big pool, she loves being in the big pool. Yeah. But she must be constantly clinging
1: on to an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So that I, she needs to have swimming lessons. I know. So does Ramona. But also I know that if she starts to have swimming lessons, she'll be terrible. Like, I don't want to push her to have swimming lessons that she'll hate. Because it'll push her f- too far away. But I think that
0: swimming like swimming lessons, I, I, I feel really bad that Darcy's not had them yet. Because swimming is like actually a vital skill that you really need yeah, to know. be able to do.
1: I know, but I feel like from being on holiday with her in a pool, it's like it would be detrimental to her mental health for her to learn to swim. That's how bad it is. I fear for her. I fear for her mental health because it makes her that anxious. Mm. But obviously, she needs to learn. Of course, she needs to learn. Yeah, but I don't know when the right time to do it is. But then also, I think like
0: sometimes if they're, I mean. This is just my perspective from what it would be like for Darcy. If she is with me, mm. she will not let go of me.
1: But if she's with someone else, if she, she If she
0: is with someone else who is like an authority figure, like a teacher... She'll do what they
1: say. She'll do what they say. Yeah, Ramona's the same, and that's what's making me sway towards, like, just go for it. Because that's what she's like at dancing. It's like she's quite good at dancing because she's been told what to do. Apply that to the swimming situation. And she'll when they're be that better. little, they're...
0: Always in water that they can stand in as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, fine, I'll do it. Put her in swimming lessons. It's one of those things like it's horrible,
0: but it's like it's a cruel to be kind kind of thing. And it is necessary, isn't it? Ugh.
2: Uh,
1: What else do we need to say about holidays? Because I'm
0: friends with a girl that can't swim, and we used to walk by the the river when I was at uni together, and every single time I'd be like, haha, should I push you in the water? Push you in the water so that you die. Every time. Nice. (laughs) And she'd be like,
1: Please
0: don't. Oh my goodness! Um, do you remember when I threatened to push you over outside?
1: Yes. Yeah. Why did you threaten Bodega? to push me over? You did threaten to push me over, didn't you? You didn't. I you didn't push did you over. Did to? But I don't know why. I don't know why. I probably said something sassy to you. Hadn't I was I? like,
0: "Don't do that, Rosie. I'll push
1: you I'll over." I'll push you over. Thanks, Nate. Thanks so much. Well, anyway, we've spoken a lot about holidays, haven't we?
0: Mhm.
1: Um. And we've also mentioned our party, which we're going to have. Bloody Smoothie Maker again. I didn't even think
0: people in this godforsaken place washed their hands. (laughs) Why are they using the fucking hand dryer so often? Because of all the dead bodies they're moving. (laughs) Um, Do you have a love of the week? I do. And this week, my love of the week is Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh, okay. I love Lord of the Rings, so please, please talk to me. So do
0: I. So um, my love of the week is Lord of the Rings because I have a yearly rewatch of Lord of the Rings. You do it in the summer. I usually do it in the autumn. Okay. But I had a few hours to spare and I was like, oh, should I start my yearly rewatch. Okay. And I didn't rewatch all of it, yeah. but I rewatched the first one and I okay. will be doing my autumn rewatch of Lord of the Rings. You're going to start
1: again in yeah. autumn. Start so okay. I
0: only watched the first one. I was like, it's a one-off, okay. like a little treat. Wonders simply not... (laughs) Wonders
1: (laughs) simply not watch Lord of the Rings once in the summer. I don't know. You know what I'm doing. I'm trying to do a quote from Lord of the Rings. Jesus Christ.
0: Tell me why you love it. um, Because... So this is twofold, right? It it reminded it reminded me of how much I fucking love Lord of the Rings. It's so good and isn't it? how much of a formative piece of media. Yeah. The Lord of the, Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah. is for me. Like I can trace my sexual awakening to
1: one specific scene. Which scene? Hang on. Is it okay? Tell me which film it is and I'll try and work out what scene it is. It's in The Two Towers. Is it the bit when he walks through the doors? Yeah. Okay. Of yeah. course. Of course it is when Aragorn walks through the
0: doors of Helm's Deep and yeah, he's mate. wet and dirty. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. How old were you when that happened? Then? About eleven. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's about the right time for things to start fizzing, right? And it was literally the first. I was just like, "Hello." Is
0: this what it means to fancy someone? Yeah, yeah. And I rewound it on my DVD multiple times just, just to, watch to watch that film.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's lovely
0: in that, isn't he? Yeah, weird guy though, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah,
1: not fit in real life at all. Strange looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not lovely dark, blank hair, uh, <laughs> and strange
0: behaving also. Yeah, what? loves to just adopt horses from film sets. Is that what he does? Mm-hmm. He Interesting. kept both. I think both of his horses from Lord of the Rings. Oh, but anyway, I digress. Yes. The specific reason why I chose to have Lord of the Rings as my love of the week this week is i think it set my standards for men m- much higher than they should be yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 because it's the only piece of media i can think of in which there are depictions of male friendship that are just pure kind like kindness and tenderness
1: they are um they it's like
0: the opposite of toxic masculinity
1: yeah they're still they're still the epitome of masculine because they have sword fights yeah and and fight to the death but they are so kind kind they kiss each other they hug each other they kiss each they touch each other yeah they're not afraid to show emotion to each other or cry they cry
0: yeah that line in um in the first movie where boromir says to aragorn I would have followed you. No, no. Oh,
1: when he's dying? Yeah,
0: my brother, my captain, my king.
1: And then he kisses him on the head, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he's just so tender. And yeah. It's like that is literally
0: the only piece of media that I can think of. Yeah. In which men are kind to each other.
1: Yeah. And they're still masculine. Yeah. If you want to use that kind of. You because know, the only fixed other film that men. I can think
0: of where there's like that kind of real kind of tender friendship is Stand By Me. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen yeah. it. yeah. But that's but, they're young. but that's boys. That's boys. boyhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is like... That's is kind m- of
1: like they're at the age where they're unlearning that, isn't it, kind yeah. of? It's like I mean?
0: men, like manliness, but yeah. also like following your friends to the ends of the earth yeah, to yeah. do a task. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It, I just think it's so...
1: Wholesome, so wholesome, so nice, so unusual. But also, it shouldn't be unusual because that's the thing as well. Is it's like we we're so used to toxic masculinity now that 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 in itself is like oh is that oh look they're all kissing each other and being all, like oh but that's should that's how that's how men used to be with each other right yeah it was quite normal for men to like kiss each other on the head when they're yeah. not seeing each other for a while
0: and then like that it can kind of I then saw a video. Of a trans man talking mm. about his experience of, m- like, maleness. Yeah. Um, and he said, since his transition. Yeah. He finds being a man an extremely lonely experience. Mm. He's like, I had deeper connections with women I met in toilets yeah. when I was a girl. Yeah. Than I have. Yeah. Now that I am a man. I men. I can't
1: imagine any I I I I bet there's no experience of any man going into a toilet on a night out and having six strangers telling him he looks amazing yeah and they they love his shirt and then leave and never see those people again and that mm-hmm. happens to us all the time yeah and so yeah I can imagine that being a really lonely experience actually yeah that's re- that's a really good point
0: yeah and that, that made me appreciate, like, being a woman so yeah. much.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... We're not scared to touch, are we?
0: No. And I'm, a, like, quite a tactile, touchy-feely kind of person anyway. I love yeah. to hug my friends. I love to kiss my friends.
1: Yeah. But I you... like
0: physical closeness with the people that I love.
1: And that's not awkward for us as women, I don't think, is it? No. For us to, to have that with each other. Like... Having a, another woman hug you is totally not like, like sitting you, next in, to
0: your friend and just like resting your head on their shoulders Nothing weird about it. At all. very normal experience. Whereas two
1: male friends might find that a bit weird, and they shouldn't have to find that weird, should they? No,
0: but it. it Lord of the Rings is like men experiencing friendship as women do. Yeah, and I just think that's something
1: yeah. we need to see more of. Yeah, more yeah. men hugging men, please. Yes, please. More men hugging men. Um. The only issue I have with Lord of the Rings is the female-to-female dialogue. Because there is, what is it, 0.3 seconds of a woman talking to another woman? I would
0: say, yes, that is point. Yeah. That's not the point of Lord of the Rings.
1: I know. I get it. I you still know, love Lord of the Rings. I'm playing devil's
0: advocate. Like, I don't think that... I don't think... I don't think that the music that's playing in the background is very good.
1: <laughs> I would not listen to this, Walking to Mordor.
0: <laughs> I don't think that every piece of media has to have everything in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, there is yeah. no reason yeah. why every single movie has to pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, I, t-
1: yeah, I totally You know understand. what I mean? Yeah. And I think, actually, what's quite nice is that I totally agree with you and I still totally love Lord of the Rings and I always will, but I really liked that they addressed that in Rings of Power. Mm. I went, okay, that was an issue for some people. We're going to make sure that's not an issue in Rings of Power. It's going to be a continuation from Lord of the Rings, although it's a prequel, right? But it's it's the same thing, essentially, but a series. Yeah. And we're going to damn well make sure that there's lots of female leads... Mm-hmm. having conversations with each other or, yeah. co- or or like you know interacting with each other so I thought that was really nice because I was like okay you've dealt with that now we can continue liking Lord of the Rings yeah cool 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 I love Lord of the Rings my whole family loves Lord of the Rings I th- I will never forget so my brother Billy who is like a big strong rugby boy very masculine man um, he loves The Hobbit he really loves The Hobbit and you know there's that song that all of the dwarfs sing around the table at the, yeah. you know, the beginning of the first one he knows that word for word and we were in the woods once going for a walk in the woods and we always talk about how like, being in Swithland Woods in Leicestershire is a bit like Lord of the Rings and I don't know how it came into conversation but we were talking about it and he just full pelt sang the whole song like really loud in the middle of the woods he just sang it all and we are all taking the piss out of him but I still remember that it's such a beautiful moment of him mm-hmm. being like I'm going si- to sing the Hobbit song I'm going to sing gonna it going to sing the Hobbit song and you I'm can't stop me you can't stop me and it was yeah it was so joyful love it Um okay my love of the week is mm. oh sorry I've got quite a lot of words I was trying to like oh of... <laughs> oh my love of the week is Ramona's primary school oh okay first of all ramona's primary school is fantastic they are a re- it's a really great school but the reason that it's uh, my love of the week is because on wednesday which was a couple of days before the end of term they took the whole school to london to see the lion king
0: and this is the famous trip where people are like how many liters of sun cream do i need to send yeah, with people, my child
1: yeah a lot of kids didn't go actually a lot of uh, ramona's class didn't go really yeah but it was a f- an amazing day they had such a good time so we got dropped off at 7.30 I had an amazing time dropped off at 7.30 in the morning <laughs> she didn't get back till 9 it was amazing so they took the they whole to see school they went the Lion King didn't they yeah so they went sightseeing around London coached to London they saw Big Ben House of Parliament London Eye The Shard, the I, think Shard. The Shard. <laughs> I think they saw The Shard I think they saw The Shard but yeah all the, all the stuff all the stuff you look at and then went to see the Lion King for a matinee performance.
2: Amazing! Ramona was
1: so excited because she got chocolate ice cream at the Lion King. Um, but yeah, amazing. That is really cool, isn't it? Yeah, that must have been logistically very difficult to organize. And it was the whole school, the whole school Jesus every year. Christ.
0: Yeah. That that just reminds me <laughs> them having seen Big Ben. So my friend Marika listens to this podcast, and um, she is a Londoner.
1: Okay, yeah. Born
0: and bred. Sure. So I went to stay with her for a weekend when we were at uni, and um, (laughs) she was like, yes. And over there we have London Ben. London Ben! (laughs) London Ben! Oh, that was so cute. I love that. I think it took her a solid, like, 15 minutes to realise that it's not
1: actually called London Ben. (laughs) London Ben <laughs> well it's funny you should mention London Ben because we were talking about the, the day before we like what are you going to see and I was like are you going to see Big Ben and Ramona was like yeah and I was like well it's a really big clock it's massive and she went actually mummy Big Ben is the name of the bell in the tower and the, the clock is actually called Elizabeth Tower I'm like I, I was like first of all I was like I did not know that <laughs> Neither did I. I did not know that at all. I was today years old when I found that out. <laughs> yeah, but also at the se- you know at the same time I was thinking, "Fuck you, little know it all." Yeah. Why is it that children are constantly trying
0: to make us feel stupid? <laughs> I know because,
1: because they know. come out with
0: all sort. Like Darcy's new teacher is a petite lady.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh,
0: she had her taste today in Miss Mystery's class last week. Yeah. We were walking to school and Darcy very loudly says Mummy, is Miss Mystery a dwarf? <laughs> no, does Miss Mystery have dwarfism? I was how like does she even, how does she even know what dwarfism is? And then she went, Maybe it's achondroplasia. How does she how can she say that word? At this point I'm laughing too hard to <laughs> even respond <laughs> yeah. to her. Mummy, are you having a stroke? <laughs> and then I was like, Darcy, like, gr- people can be just small. Yeah. She, it, she doesn't necessarily have dwarfism just because she is small. And then she had a little think and I could see her, <laughs> see the like Aristotle, stroking her little, <laughs> little <laughs> metaphorical beard. And she went, yes, mummy. She must just not be a grown-up yet. Yeah, she must just be a stupid kid like you. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, Darcy, you can be a grown up and just sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she just completely changed the subject.
1: <laughs> oh, and then bad, I we? was
0: in—I was experiencing the horrors all day because I was like, "Don't oh say it! God, Don't say imagine it!" Imagine I picked Darcy up from school and, and the teacher yeah. says, "Your child asked me if I had dwarfism." dwarfism.
1: Can you imagine?
0: I'm sure they're used to it, though, right? They're used to that sort of thing, aren't Miss they? Miss Mystery apparently gives p- children red cards for um, when they call her short.
1: Oh, really? Apparently so. Oh, so she's got she has got short woman complex in. Is that so what is my, we're saying?
0: So is my mother. Well, she, she wears
1: boots, though, right?
0: Darcy is well used to a woman with short woman syndrome. <laughs> My mum's like a Jack Russell. She gets
1: away with it, though. She wears a leather pant and some heels.
0: Miss <laughs> History wears heels, though, and is still three and a half feet tall. Really? She's tiny.
1: Well, I suppose she's... She's like a borrower. Closer to the children when she's reading, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know.
0: What's your load of the week? My load of the week is insect bites. Oh, have you had some insect bites? Recently, That's yeah. Hot. I've had quite a few. Any time that I just go... Where did we go? We were somewhere and we sat outside. Just the grass in general. No, it was after we went out for dinner at Bodega. I woke oh, up the next morning. Had, flying ant day, wasn't it? Yeah. Had bug bites all up my legs and on my arms.
1: Um, uh, on that note I have got something to tell you Okay. which is related I've just got to find it because it's just reminded me um, where is it? this is related to a previous podcast in which you spoke about something and I've had a response to it okay okay a few podcasts ago God, you mentioned it? Leicester Forest East fly problem yeah. and yes. that there was a Facebook group dedicated To the fly problem in Leicester Forest East. Uh And I, I think rightfully so, suggested that maybe the fly problem was just the summer. Sure, right? And you were happy to agree. There's probably just lots more flies around. But there is, in fact, a Facebook group of people who think that there's a fly problem in your area. Yeah. I had a response from my friend Rhiann, right? Yeah. Saying she was listening to the podcast. It was a legitimate news story. It was a legitimate news story. She saw it on the news. They have a case pack waste place near there. Yes. So it is a thing. Yeah. I am so sorry to the residents of the residents of Leicester Forest East. East and the Leicester Forest East environmental Facebook group. <laughs> I take it back. You guys are troopers. You're very brave soldiers, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Well done for getting through it. Yeah. Um, because it was it was in fact a true news story. <laughs> People aren't um, moaning for no reason. It's an actual thing. Mm-hmm. So you have got a fly problem, and I'm so sorry for your problems. So sorry for your problems.
0: Uh, anyway, sorry, I just want to add one more thing to my my loathe of the week. Okay. of the week. Yeah. So, I uh, hate bug bites. I seem to be especially delicious yeah. for every bug. I think so. it's... Is it the type of blood you have? Yeah, delicious blood. Delicious blood. It's got
1: very tasty blood.
0: <laughs> but... There is a perverse pleasure in scratching a mosquito bite. Oh, tell me about it. It is like it. having an orgasm on evil mode. It's uh, it's just... Once you pop, you just can't stop.
1: Uh, I, I, when I was in... So, I've got, a really, I've got a really funny story for you that involves bites. Okay. Oh, and it's disgusting. Strap in. So, when I went travelling around Asia with my friend Heather... I got bitten to fuck by mosquitoes. Very and delicious also. You must be Rosie. So delicious. Why did I just
0: phrase that like Yoda? <laughs>
1: <laughs> delicious blood you have. Um, I, I got bitten really badly. And if you think that the, the fly problem in Leicester Forest East is bad, <laughs> the mosquitoes in Asia are devils. And the, the bites you got were like the size of a two pence piece. They were fucking horrible. I had one on my thumb that I itched for two weeks, solidly. I'm not kidding. It was so bad. Okay. Picture the scene. We are in the city of Ho Chi Minh (laughs) City.
0: The city of Ho Chi Minh City.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in Ho Chi Minh City. Yeah. Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And um, the streets are lined with like bars, but they're basically people's houses. Mm-hmm. And they put out like um, plastic crates for used to sit on and little tables, mm-hmm. and they sit. You sit down and you pay about forty pence for a bottle of beer. Mm-hmm. And when someone leaves closer to the like the door, then they scooch everyone up so they can get more people in. So you're kind of constantly moving around. So we're getting scooted up. We've got bottles of beer, and then we end up in this corner with an Australian girl who was telling everyone about how she was a model and showing people pictures. Uh, So we were sat next to her, and then two two Australian guys who didn't know her, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and the looks of bewilderment on their face, like "Will you just shut up?" They were like, "We don't claim her." Just shut up, right? So we ended up sitting next to these three. Sparked up a conversation. The two lads were really lovely, and the guy that I was sat next to was very lovely. I thought he was quite nice, quite attractive. Um, and we were all talking and anyway we ended up spending hours there just sitting and talking and as the night went on me and this guy were getting a bit closer right, bit closer bit closer and at one point, so this girl kept talking about her modelling stuff right and we were getting more and more annoyed with her but pretending to totally enjoy the conversation (laughs) and it got to a point where he was like, every time she said something, he was like tapping my leg under the table but in a kind of flirty way so he was like tapping my leg like oh my god what's she saying now but then it'd be like a little bit of a stroke like a bit of a, oh, right so then at one point he goes to the toilet and at that moment heather leans over to me and goes i've noticed that um that you and the guy are getting on quite well right and she was like i've also noticed that he keeps touching your leg and i was like "Aha!" Uh-huh. and she was like i think you should look at your leg <laughs> so at that point i look down I've got bites all over my leg, mosquito bites. And I'd scratched them so much that they had like pussed And I had I had dry, dried crusty pus lines down my leg from where the pus had dripped down my leg and dried. So then for the next 5 minutes while this guy was in the toilet, me and Heather were like licking our hands and like wiping all the pus off my legs. So that by the time he got back, my nice legs
0: were no. saliva
1: covered but pus
0: free. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. That is literally asking for septicemia.
1: <laughs> I was, we were fine. It's fine, Heather. Spit on my legs. <laughs> hey, this is the same, this is the same travelling where we, went, we stayed in a hostel in um, Malaysia and we were the first people to stay in the hostel. So it had been open a week. And that first night we stayed in the hostel, brand new hostel, young couple opening a cool hipster place in Malaysia, right? Brand new beds, brand new white sheets. Heather starts one of the heaviest periods she's ever had and bleeds all over the sheets. Oh, no. And we're like, what the fuck do we do? And she said to me, I've heard somewhere that saliva gets out bloodstains. Where did she hear so, this from? I don't know. But, you know, we're talking maybe a week after the puss incident. Me and Heather are leaning over a bed spitting onto bloodstains. <laughs> I really think that Heather
0: needs to access a fact-check website. There's there's this uh, (laughs) relatively unknown site called Google. I'm pretty sure if you put in "Does spit remove blood stains," Google would say, "No." We were (laughs) panicked. We were panicked. Okay. It's like when people are like, "Oh, if you spill red wine on the carpet, (laughs) pour white wine on it." Spit on it. Spit on it. Pour white wine on it it's like no because then you've just got red and white wine on your carpet
1: yeah yeah well what can I say we had a good time <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god so many bodily
1: fluids <laughs> oh, okay uh, my loathe of the week uh, my loathe of the week, of the week is nonces
0: I think nonces uh, are just the loathe of every week
1: but also the certain newspaper
0: full of nonces
1: both those things
0: notoriously noncified travelling together both being absolutely awful
1: mm-hmm. what are your thoughts
0: I personally think I'm trying
1: to be satirical and political
0: <laughs> I personally think that every single editor at the Sun newspaper should be rounded Fuck up itself. and
1: shot against a wall I, do you know what I was going to say I thought it would be quite harsh for me to say again being quite satirical and like on trend saying that every single member of the CERN or anyone affiliated with the CERN should be put on the boat that they're currently trying to put refugees onto that barge that <laughs> but I'm like no Dominic Raab's refugee barge and you're like just shot on sight just shot hanged in the public square yeah should we bring back public hangings for yeah. members of the CERN absolutely I'm down with that can we put it to who do well, we put maybe to maybe concentration camps yeah yeah, I think it's to,
0: only fair.
1: If they don't want refugees to come and do our farming, should we get the Sun newspaper to do it? Yeah. Because we've got nothing better to do. Feed them only gruel. <laughs> yeah. Work them to the bone until they starve to death. De- yeah, I think that'd be fine. I think that'd be fine. I don't know what to say about the Hugh Edwards story, really. Because I... I don't. nobody knows, do they? But what is very clear... I stumbled across that picture on my Twitter feed.
0: yes. And I dearly wish that I could remove my eyeballs from my face, (laughs) dip them in bleach, and then put them back in again. And then then spit on them. (laughs) Spit on them (laughs) to get rid of the stains. Uh, Not just me; all of my friends (laughs) spit on them. All of us leaning over and spitting into your eyeballs. Yeah, (laughs) and then
1: (laughs) pop them back in. Might not be real though, right? Is it real?
0: Why would AI invent Hugh Edwards's ass crack? Hey, it's taking over actors, apparently, isn't it? (laughs) Could do, Maybe, yeah. You know that is a job that AI can have. If AI wants to be a nonce, yeah, leave yeah. leave a space for you know.
1: Leave Killian Murphy alone. <laughs>
0: leave <laughs> Killian Murphy alone.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just um, it's really tricky, isn't it? Because Why I is just someone screeching. Ah,
0: um,
1: it's very tricky. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say the word tricky
0: (laughs) oh god should we stop talking why does this sound like a bastardisation of Led Zeppelin
1: it does doesn't it it really does maybe that's what it is maybe there is a Zed Lepplin maybe it's the Zed Lepplin Zed Lepplin the well known covers act of Led Zeppelin (laughs) do you reckon maybe oh fuck me now listen I, this has been an exceptionally silly episode. It has. We'll try and edit it so that it's not so silly. But at this point, we do. We should mention, shouldn't we, that um, we are going to take a break. Yes, we are. So we think the best way to do this is because we're going to be. We're going to try and do a best bits right to get our twentieth episode out there. Yeah. And then we're going to take a bit of a break over some holidays because we've got to look after our kids. And we need to just. Regroup, regroup. Stop talking about spitting on stuff. Um, yeah, and also plan our Christmas party. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back, start doing more episodes again, and hopefully bigger and be better than ever. Bigger and better. Maybe get a bit of a wider reach, more people listening.
0: We want to start having guests on. So if you yes. have any topics you want us to cover, any yeah. people you want us to speak to, yeah, let us know, and we'll see what we can do.
1: Yes, please. Um, so, I, that's kind of the last thing we're going to say, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. We're done, aren't we? Yeah. So Peace be... out, motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> Follow us on all of the social medias. Um, <sighs> send us some nice DMs. Tell us we're doing a good job. Yeah. Please. Um,
1: tell us to continue. Yeah,
0: please tell us to continue this if podcast. Because
1: if this break happens, right, and nobody validates us, we're not coming back. Yeah. Well, we probably We're probably going to go on
0: permanent hiatus.
1: <laughs> We've got quite a lot to say, haven't we? Yeah. Um, like, I don't know if this podcast is slowly making me more unhinged
0: or whether it's the only thing holding the yes. scraps of my sanity it's together. It's a bit of
1: both, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure which I'm swaying towards. But I, th- I feel like I need it. Yes. It's a good way of us venting, mm-hmm. and hopefully for listeners, it's also like they need it because it helps them feel validated. Mm-hmm. That's that's the real hope, isn't it? Yeah. And also, I just want those people to laugh. I want people to see me in the street and go, "I love your podcast." Yeah, more more
0: people do that. Even if you know us, yeah. Even if you're our mates. just like you don't even know who we yeah. are and go, "Oh my god, I love your podcast." But do it in front of other people, like yeah. in a shopping center, so that we can turn around and be like, "Oh, you mean our podcast, the Amateur Mill Society?"
1: Oh yeah, I'm so glad you listen amongst the hundreds and thousands of other people that listen. Thank you so much. <laughs> Would you like an autograph? um Yeah, we will continue doing this, but we are going to take a break. Um, so we can think of more content and get some guests and make it really good you are doing a thumbs up at a microphone great yeah shall we go in oh no your child's still in ireland i'm gonna go and look after my children godspeed uh, unfortunately i'm gonna go and look after ramona and the local psychopath <laughs> goodbye everyone it's been great Bye. bye, bye.